I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, September 26th, and we are glad to be with you on the radio 95.9 FM uh, here in Roanoke Rapids and the surrounding area. And then we're welcoming those that are on the radio app today. You could be anywhere. Uh, You could be in the next room or you could be uh, in the uh, next neighborhood or you could be uh, on the other side of the world. But we're glad that you're tuning in wherever uh, you may be listening on the app. And then those on the podcast, it's Tuesday, uh, but maybe you're catching up. Maybe uh, maybe this is a, a week later or a month later, a year later, whatever it may be. But I hope you're having a good day and I hope that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. We want to say hello to those watching on Facebook and those on YouTube today. And we thank you for joining in on this. I'm going to say it's a beautiful day. Now, if you look outside, it's cloudy, but I want to tell you, I love it. 70 degrees. It's a nice breeze, and uh, praise God, we had all that rain Saturday, uh, but uh, it's just perfect. I mean, to me, uh, it's it, it's fall, but it doesn't feel cold at all. It just feels comfortable, and uh, I'm thankful for what the Lord is doing this week. We have had an incredible time uh, Sunday, all day, with our Mission Sunday. And then last night here at the church, 7 o'clock, we had our first uh, uh, service, uh, Monday night service. I, we had Sunday all day, but the first of the weeknight services. And it was awesome. We heard from uh, the Torres family and their burden for the United Kingdom. We saw their video. And then Brother Rossi preached a, a powerful message. Uh, Sunday night was when a nation forsakes God. And then last night was when a nation changes their gods. And uh, boy, we've seen that in our country. And may God help us. And uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. Tonight is our last service of our missions revival. Uh, Brother Rossi is going to be preaching again one more time, and it's going to be wonderful. We had a great uh, chapel services this morning. Brother Torres spoke to the uh, elementary students. Brother Rossi spoke to the high school students at middle school and high school, and it was great. And what a power, powerful messages and uh, the the. The, the elementary students were, were incredible. They listened so well. And uh, then we had the elementary choir has been practicing. And Brother Nathan and Miss Grace, bless her heart, she comes over every week for chapel uh, practice time and does such a good job playing the piano for the group. And um, they'll be singing for Thanksgiving. I'm looking for that special chapel. Uh, but then Brother Rossi preached in the 5th through 12th grade chapel. And uh, we, we had an invitation and so many young people uh, came and, and, and uh, made decisions and prayed and dealt with some things and did, did uh, some business with God uh, on what God had spoken to him about. And I was so thankful for that. It was good spirit, great day. And uh, we're certainly looking forward to tonight. Join us tonight, 7 o'clock. Don't miss the service. It's going to be a wonderful time together uh, for our missions revival. And then pray what God would have you to do. I'm going to talk about it Sunday. And it's going to be a long time from Tuesday night till Sunday. Of course, no Wednesday night service. Uh, but really pray this week about what God would have you to give for missions. 
uh, on a, a weekly or monthly basis and uh, whatever it may be, just do what God tells you to do. That's what I'm asking. And I'd ask you to pray about that and then pray that God would speak to your heart. What can you do to get involved? What can you do to, uh, to, to reach people all around us right here and right now? And I'm excited about all of that. Uh, happy birthday today, only one today, and that is Caitlin Tripp. Caitlin, hope you have a great day and happy birthday. Let's pray today. Of course, we've mentioned a lot about our church and our school. I pray for our teachers. They're leaving out tomorrow to go to a teacher's convention uh, in South Carolina. Let's remember them. Uh, let's uh, pray uh, for our missionaries. Of course, this is Missions Revival, uh, but let's pray for all of our missionaries. Get that list and go through and pray for our missionaries and their children and their, their ministries, and let's pray for one another. Pray for health and strength and uh, protection for uh, our people. Uh, we're going to go to a song. Uh, it's a great song for God so loved. I think you're going to enjoy this song by a group from Golden State Baptist College. After the song, we're going to get right into our Bible study in Hebrews 11.
Amen. That's a beautiful song. And, and don't ever, ever forget uh, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. And, and uh, had he not loved us, I promise you, uh, we would, he would not have sent his son and we would not be saved and on our way to heaven were it not for the love of God. And praise the Lord for that great song. Hebrews 11, verse number 24. I always say right after this song, we'll get in the Bible study, but then I go ahead and talk about the song and uh, uh, chase rabbits down rabbit trails and all that. But here we are, verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, when he, when he came of age, when he, he reached the age where he had to make the decisions for himself, when he came to that point in his life, the Bible says in verse 24, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Now, let's talk about this. This passage is so important because every one of us, at some point in our lives, we reached that, 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 that spot where we couldn't say, well, it's my parents, uh, it's my pastor, it's my youth pastor, it's my Sunday school teacher. Uh, we, we couldn't say, well, I don't really get a say in the matter. Somebody else made the choice for me. Every one of us, uh, if, if you live to, you know, to, to, to get to this point in your life, uh, if there's maybe some young people listening, the day will come where you will make every decision for yourself and you'll be responsible for every choice. Uh, up to this point, if you're still in your parents' home, uh, then you, you obey, you honor your parents. Of course, you always honor your parents, but you obey your parents. Uh, they're the ones that are the authority. Uh, you have a youth pastor, uh, teens. You have a, a Sunday school teacher. You have a school teacher. You have a coach. You have a boss at work. And of course, you have to. You need to obey. You need to follow them. But there's coming a point where you're going to have to make decisions for yourself. There's coming a point where you must decide how you're going to live. Uh, I think about what Joshua said, uh, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Uh, he said to the children of Israel, choose you this day whom you will serve. Uh, I hope you've made the choice to uh, follow Jesus. I love that song. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. When I was a teenager, I was talking to Brother Rossi a little bit about this yesterday at lunch when I was a teenager. Uh, I was uh, 15 years old uh, when I surrendered my life to preach. God called me to preach. It was in a message at a youth conference uh, in California, and I, it was on a uh, Tuesday night that I, I surrendered. There wasn't even room to go forward. That auditorium was so packed and invitation, and so it was that night uh, after the service I told my youth pastor, Brother Mark Swanson, I said, I feel like God's calling me to preach. And uh, he prayed with me there uh, at the hotel. And, um, and then the next morning, I was so glad he did, but uh, Pastor Treber, who was the, the host pastor of that conference at the church there, uh, he said, now folks, he said, I know there was not room last night. We couldn't have an invitation. It wasn't possible. But he said, if you made the decision last night, you surrendered your life to serve God, I want you to stand. And I stood. And uh, I think, I'm pretty sure he had all those come up on the platform, but I know he, he had a stand and, uh, and I stood and I was standing to say, I have decided, I have made up the, made the decision for myself that I'm going to preach because that's what God's called me to do. Well, I was 14 years old, so I didn't start preaching. I didn't go out and pastor the next day, obviously. Thank the Lord for that. Uh, you know what I did? I went home. And uh, I obeyed my parents and I went home and I followed my youth pastor. I went home and I followed my pastor and, and I still was under their authority. 
But then the time came where I graduated from high school and I made the decision to go to Bible college. And I, I went uh, almost 2,000 miles away from uh, Geneseo, Illinois to Santa Clara, California. And I'm glad I made that decision, but I got to college and I still had rules and I still had uh, obviously things that, that I was responsible to do because of the people and authority. But I was at a point where mom and dad weren't there. My youth pastor was not there. My pastor was not there. I had to make some decisions for myself. And of course, graduated from college and uh, met my wife there. I'm so thankful for that. You know, um, obviously I got a, a whole lot of great things from college, but the best thing I got was I got my wife. Uh, who from Washington, Iowa, uh, which is where she is now. Uh, uh, they're celebrating the 50th anniversary there in Washington, Iowa of the Marion Avenue Baptist Church. And, uh, but she traveled from Iowa to go to college, follow the Lord's will, and we met. I'm so thankful we did. Uh, then after I graduated from college, I had to make some choices. And uh, we, uh, we, we got married and we served God there in Illinois. And uh, that was a decision I had to make. Am I gonna stick with the decision? Am I gonna still follow the Lord? And I'm glad I did. Here's what I'm saying is there comes a point where you have to make the decision. You have to make it personal. You have to decide how you're going to live your life. Here's what Moses did. He, 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 when he was come to years, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose who he was going to identify with. He chose to identify with God and identify with God's people. You said, well, pastor, how do we do that? Well, you identify with Christ by what you do and by what you don't do. Uh, when you say, I'm going to, in my actions, I'm going to identify with Christ. I'm going to live according to the Bible. I'm going to live according to God's word. I'm going to identify with the people of God. The book of Acts says that they were first called Christians. What, what's a Christian? It's a follower of Christ. It's one who identifies with Christ. And they gave them the nickname. They said, those are Christians. They're so much like Jesus Christ. Wouldn't that be great if people would see that in us and say, that person's a Christian? Not because we tell them, but because they can tell it from watching our lives. But I want to identify with Christ. Moses did not want to be identified with the world. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Uh, back in Bible days, and you see it throughout the Bible, many times it was uh, uh, the name and they were the son of the parents. You fill in the blank, the dad or the mom, whatever. Well, Moses said, I'm tired of being identified with Egypt. I'm tired of being identified with this world. He said, I want to identify with the people of God. I want to identify with the God of heaven. And he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. It was a choice that he made. I want to encourage you to make the choice. I want to encourage you to make the decision and to, to, to live with that decision and to live by that decision every day to say, I choose to be a Christian. I choose to walk with God. I choose to please him. I choose to be different from this world. It's a choice you got to make, but boy, I tell you what, it's a wonderful choice to identify with Jesus Christ, the one who loved you, the one who gave himself for you. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. And someday every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. Let's now, today, let's kneel and say, Jesus, you are Lord of my life. Let's confess it today and say, Jesus, you are the only one that I'm living for. And let's make that decision today in our lives. Hope you have a good day. Hope that helps you. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you tonight, seven o'clock for our Tuesday evening service. God bless you. 
Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.